Welcome back to the channel. In today's video, I'm interviewing Lori Conkler. She is the founder of Zenial Traveler, offering coaching for entrepreneurs who want to develop a powerful personal brand and a sustainable location independent business. She's a certified business consultant and specializes in helping digital nomads to make real money online, allowing them to leave their nine to five life in the rear view mirror. So Lori is in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm in Kosamui, Thailand. And uh, let's welcome Lori to the channel. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. I'm excited to, to be here. And yes, uh, I am coming to you from the beautiful Virgin Islands. I think we're like exactly 12 hours apart. So sunset for you, yeah. sunrise for me. <laughs> exactly. It's 6 o'clock here. I'm imagining it's what, 6 a.m.? Oh, okay. Yeah, we have the... Uh, we're 13 hours, so 7 a.m. here. 7 a.m. Okay. <laughs> so sun's just coming up. It's setting over here. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally coming up over the mountain as we talk. It's awesome. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, tell me more. I think we, you know, we've been connected on LinkedIn for a couple months now. Mm -hmm. And um, you reached out to me from through my, my group for remote workers. And yeah. I think we spoke a couple weeks ago and wanted to set up this interview. So... Tell me more about uh, the Zennial Traveler and yeah. how you helped digital nomads. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the Zennial Traveler was uh, something that I founded, I don't know, like seven, well, actually about seven years ago, I think. Uh, and it actually started as a travel blog. Uh, so that's what I thought I was going to be doing when I first started this. And uh, as, as time went on, I realized that, you know, the more people I talked to, um, the more people I realized wanted this similar life to what I had. And, you know, I quit my job. Sure. I moved, you know, right. Uh, what what uh, totally. we do, but kind of just followed a dream. And uh, I, I kept getting people asking, how do you do that? How do you do that? And my background <laughs> being in sales, marketing, business operations, it started to, to click that I knew it wasn't that hard to do what I did. Um, and I wanted to help other people to realize that because you don't need to wait until you're, you know, 65 years old to retire, no, to enjoy absolutely your life. Not. You can enjoy yeah. it right now. Um, so that's kind of where, where the idea came from for the coaching. And to be honest, at the Excellent. time, this all kind of came around. I didn't really even understand what business coaching was. I was just looking for a way to help people. And that's said where the travel blog came in, um, and it transitioned into, as I did more and more research, I realized I can be a coach and a consultant. And I had done other kinds of consulting in the past, but never, never coaching. So um, the Zennial Traveler was born. I started taking, you know, my coaching certifications to really. Uh, <laughs> as a, um, Can't see the website. No, I've got no. the website pulled up here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely check it out. So it was born and, you know, we've helped hundreds of, of entrepreneurs to build, grow and scale their businesses in the online space uh, to to be able to support that that independent location, independent lifestyle that we both, you know, have been able to mm -hmm. develop ourselves and to go places like the Virgin Islands, Thailand, Mexico, wherever. Um, I literally have clients all over the world that all have this dream of being able to work while they travel, um, as Amazing. as do you. So you understand that that and um, yeah. So uh, help. I haven't been traveling much recently. I've been yeah. I've been three years. <laughs> but you so can. I, I don't really. The funny thing is, I don't really consider myself a digital nomad anymore. More like a digital expat. 
yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, and we can back up again. Become similar, but you know, the Virgin Islands. We lived here full time for a while. You know, like you do uh -huh. with Thailand, and had some businesses here. Um, and right before COVID started, we decided to kind of go do some some traveling. So we've been technically homeless uh, since. Homeless. About, yeah, homeless uh, since March of uh, 2020. Now we moved here for the first time in 2016, um, and uh, we've been been location independent technically ever since. Now. I do we still have a, pl a wedding planning business here in the Virgin Islands, which brings us oh, here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that brings us here. I know you do wedding photography too, right? So I kind of got a little. Uh, not so much. I probably should get into that because it's very lucrative, right? But I'm more like on the virtual tours side. Okay, yeah, time. yeah. The tourism side. Yeah, it is lucrative. But, um, I have you know, uh -huh. some friends, obviously, that uh, I work with that are photographers yeah. and. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's not bad. It's not a bad gig if you don't mind weddings. <laughs> That's where I'm, you know, I'm not <laughs> particularly interested in shooting weddings for one reason or another. But there's a lot, especially over here in Samui and Phuket, people come to this paradise island to get yeah. married. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, here too. I mean, destination weddings. So, and I will say destination weddings are way better, like when it comes to working with them than it than like in the States. I did weddings uh, for my corporate job, uh, um, and I hated it, uh, to be honest. A completely different vibe. <laughs> Bridezillas, as they're called, I think. Yeah, yeah, you don't get those here. Because they're just like, here, I'm on vacation. I want you to do everything, and I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> throw everything at you and put but the kitchen sink. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so you you were you've been doing wedding planning for a while, but you would say that you know obviously the business coaching consulting takes mm -hmm. up the bulk of your time, right? Yes, yeah. bread and butter, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the the coaching and consulting. That's um, I mean, I love the the wedding planning. That's kind of become more of a creative outlet uh, mm -hmm. for me. The coaching is. There's just something really powerful about helping people to fulfill their dreams and their goals and to really just transform, not just like fulfill those goals, but to transform into like a completely different version of themselves. I'm sure, you know, you, yeah. you probably relate to this, to the person that you were before you moved to you know, Asia was probably a completely different version of you. <laughs> completely different. Yeah, I did a complete 180, I would say. Yeah, and, yeah. So being a part of that, being able to facilitate that, kind of be a catalyst for that type of growth, and uh, is amazing. And I get to work with so many amazing people throughout the uh -huh. world that you know come from this idea of I want to to work independently. I want to do this, but I have no idea what to do. To you know, making you know ten, twenty thousand dollar U.S. you know months uh, that are supporting themselves in this lifestyle, and it's just. It's so freaking powerful and amazing. <laughs> I may need your help at some point because I'm not nearly to, <laughs> to that level yet. But I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, I made a video. I did a video interview with retired working for you. I don't know if you follow his channel by any chance. Mm -hmm. I have I seen some. I did see that video. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually what got me thinking about just starting to interview other digital nomads, right? Because mm -hmm. that was kind of the impetus for it. And I was just talking about my cost of living on a thousand dollars a month on a paradise island in Thailand. yeah so yeah and and yeah now here we are like, I yeah exactly and i think 
um, hello, okay. you know, to all those those digital nomads, aspiring digital nomads. I think aspiring digital nomads like to hear these stories to mm -hmm. to help them, you know, kind of plan, give them that that visualization of what's possible. And you know, even existing digital nomads, I think also because I, you know, I, I like your channel um, just to kind of yeah. hear those inspirational stories of other people that are doing what they're doing. And I think it's it's really great yeah. to to have that that platform for us to to communicate and to share that message with the world. And we're, we're definitely a unique breed. I think a lot of us that, that make these moves to be digital nomads, we have a lot of similarities. Sure. It's nice. And to now well, I, I recently read a statistic that there's 35 million digital nomads around the world now. So this trend. Yeah, that number is growing like at an insane rate. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So so we're, so. we're kind of the movers and shakers, you know. We are, and it's, it's it's awesome. The to, charge. Yeah, and it's awesome to share, like you said, you know, like to share your story of how you can survive on a thousand dollars a month and the cost of living. And yeah. I know when we were researching this lifestyle, like YouTube videos were like that was how I like figured out so much. I know you posted mm -hmm. something um, that uh, Kristen uh, you know, had. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's. I've never actually yeah. met her. Um, uh, kind either. of got you know like a little girl crush on her because I think she's amazing and was a big part of um, you know what helped me to learn where we want to go and what to expect. So I think it's really important that you're doing this um, and being able to show. No, that. I will tell you, you cannot live in the U.S. Virgin Islands on a thousand dollars a month. So, oh no, no, yeah. However, if uh, you want saying, an easy. If someone wants an easy step into digital nomad life, the U.S. Virgin Islands, especially if you're from the States, I mean, this is for mm -hmm. U.S. citizens. It's super easy because you don't need anything. You can just move here with a driver's license. You don't have to have a passport oh, or or anything. I mean, I recommend it because then you can do a little more island hopping to other islands, but you don't need to do anything. You don't need a visa or anything to be here. Wow, see that's that's the best part about it. Because in, in and you still Thailand, get to be a paradise. So many, <laughs> I've had to go through so many uh, visa-related matters over here, getting my non-B, then converting to a work permit. Uh, yeah, I've heard so many stories. <laughs> so many stories. I had interviewed um, another digital nomad once, and she's traveling with her family, like kids in the, in tow, and uh, they were in Mexico uh -huh. at the time. And they were, didn't think they were going to be able to get their visa renewed. So they were like trying to like last minute plan. Freaking out. Freaking out. Where are we moving to? They did end up getting it approved. But it's like, yeah, because they, they went through. Like not easy. That's one of the of most it. challenging. Yeah, it's one of the most challenging things I would say about being digital. That's yeah. why more countries are forward thinking countries are in, implementing digital nomad visas or remote work visas yeah. to kind of get around this. There's also a lot of like uh, companies like Deal. Have you heard of Deal? Mm -hmm. D E E L. Yeah. And Remote that take care of a lot of that stuff for the employer on the employee's behalf. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean that definitely. And cool. uh, um, you know, for me, like I said, I work remotely uh, for myself, uh, and as long as I, you know, follow the tax rules in the places that I am, yeah. or you know, where my business is based, which is in the U.S. Uh, I'm pretty good uh, on that piece. I don't have to get work visas in most places, especially now, like I said, with the digital nomad visas, uh, um, that makes it uh -huh. easy to, to travel. We don't stay anywhere long enough where we generally would need that uh, um, out, out of the country because we now have a place here part-time uh, because we've been spending more time 
here in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So That's your home base. That's always, yeah, it's, always it's good the closest thing that we have place. to a home base now. Um, it's yeah. We didn't have a home base since until last August, so we were literally like uh -huh. just. I mean, homeless in the good not, sense of the word, being that we were just bouncing around. <laughs> not, I wouldn't call it homeless because that's a concept, right? But a house is a physical place, so you're houseless. Yeah, our house follows wherever we were. <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah, we, we don't was, have a lot know, of stuff, so it makes it easy to do that. <laughs> that's great. Just living out of a backpack, right? But I yeah, want to talk. Well, I can't. About, I haven't been able to downsize to a backpack yet, but we've uh, gotten it down to be able to travel with just carry-ons and our laptop bags. <laughs> that's just as good, if not better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we're we're getting there. <laughs> So tell me, like, I was a little bit curious, how do you come up with the name Zennial Traveler, Xennial Traveler? Yeah, so Zennial like Traveler. but it's different. Yeah, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to date myself a little bit here age-wise, but uh, Zennial is kind of a micro-generation between Millennial and uh Gen X. So if you were born okay. between, like, uh. 1977 and... 1985 now i've seen it go as low as 1975 and as high as 87 on some people's definition of what a zennial is i think if you identify mm -hmm. with it you can call yourself one but but ultimately it's kind of that micro generation where we were born at a time where we actually did have you know internet and computers and cell phones in the later years of our growing up but we we're also old enough to you know gone through what it's like to live without those and where our idea of a computer was playing Oregon Trail, you know, when we were at school <laughs> uh, in the computer lab on an old Apple computer. Um, so, so yeah, that it's, for me, I very much identify with the millennial generation more than Gen X, but there's still, except that, that remembrance of being able to just a time when it yeah. was normal to just go play outside and ride your bike and when you didn't come home. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, when you're when you didn't come home for dinner. Sorry, the sun's getting out of control here. Uh but your oh, mom yeah. would instead of calling your cell phone or texting you, your mom would be yelling out into the neighborhood and calling the neighbors to see if you were there. <laughs> uh huh. Sorry, I'm gonna scoop back. Oh, oh there, that's better. Yeah. That <laughs> sun was overexposing everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. How, how are the sunsets in Virgin Islands? I would imagine they're pretty spectacular. Right? Um, uh, yeah, they're pretty spectacular. Now where we are, like on the the north, the west side of the island, we definitely get better sunsets. Although the people across the street, they get the or we get the sunrise. They get the sunset. Sunrise, yeah. Because we're like uh -huh. on the top of a, a top slash side of a, a mountain, so we just get the one wow. view. But they are they're amazing. You know? They're amazing. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, in Samui, we live in Lamai, which is on the eastern coast. Okay. So we don't get sunsets, but we get sunrises. And then you can easily drive 30 minutes. It's not a very big island. Drive 30 yeah, minutes to Bang Rock to watch the sunset. Yeah, our island isn't too big. Easy. Like uh, less than 30 miles, 27, 28 miles from end to end. So it's it's okay. not too big. <laughs> yeah, I think Samui may be a little bit bigger, but not much not much more. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> Cool. So what are, what are your travel plans for this year? Do you already have things mapped out? Or are you planning um, on going to- No, you know, I've, I've stopped mapping it out and just kind of like going with the deals. 
that's that's uh-huh. my favorite thing to do is just see like okay what I you know have all sorts of email signups and I look at the deals that come in and uh, if something appeals to me and I'm like okay let's book that or if uh, uh-huh. uh, somebody that I'm following inspires me and I want to go visit where they're going I'll go there uh, but I basically cool. a lot of times on the pricing. Um, so this year, uh, we're here in the Virgin Islands until May. Uh, we'll go back to the States uh, in the summer and spend some time uh, with our parents and our families and friends. And uh, we were okay. talking Hawaii, Costa Rica, Portugal, maybe on the, the docket for the rest of the year. Also going to be doing some, checking out some trusted house sitters, the gigs, and see what we can come up with. Um, so that also potentially determines it if you can do house sits uh, and have. A I don't really know much about house sitting. That's where you're just taking care of someone's dogs or looking after their house while they're away. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, we haven't done a lot of it yet, but I have friends that do it. Like I have, I know someone who has literally like done house sitting for like the last like five years has not had a house of their own. Um, wow. and yeah, it's it's usually, I mean, almost always I've. From what I've heard, they have a a pet or pets or farm animals. I mean, I've seen some where it's mm-hmm. like, come take care of our goats and our sheep and our cows. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all sorts of different opportunities out there. And there's places all over the world that you can find yeah. to go stay for free. Some of them will include their car. Most don't. But um, you get a free place to stay in exchange for taking care of their, their pets, uh, their animals. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you know, sometimes people are gone for a few days. Sometimes people are gone for a few months. And so I even know one person where they were at someone's house for like a year and a half. Wow. What? <laughs> I know, All right? right? I can't imagine leaving my pet for a year and a half personally, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Hopefully it was a really nice place or a nice house because otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So so we've been kind of checking out what what's out there and what's available um, uh-huh. to, see, to see. There's a lot in Europe, so we might be going to Europe. We'll see. <laughs> Awesome. I, I still have never been to Europe, believe it or not. Me I, I either. went to the airport in London once, but I didn't leave. So that doesn't really count. Doesn't really count if you're just at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I had to fly from Buenos Aires in Argentina to London to get back to Austin, Texas. It was the weirdest <laughs> flight I've ever been on. Like it must, you must have gotten a good deal. I see those sometimes and it's like this an amazing deal. Cheap. And then you're like, then it's going to take you 18 days to get home because of all of the layovers. <laughs> but, you know, for me, like, I don't know about you. I actually, like, I love the travel, like, the process of the travel as much as being in the destination. So I probably would. Yeah, the journey is the destination. Yeah. My husband, on the other hand, completely, like, hates the air travel and everything, the airport and everything that goes with it. But I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to go to Bangkok recently to get my work permit taken care of and just to get back to smoothie uh it's more expensive to fly out of the island because flights are expensive right so there's another airport you got to take a boat you got to take a boat and then you know like a taxi 40 minutes to get to this other one oh geez a lot cheaper (laughs) and then you fly to bangkok and then ah. but it's just probably more trouble than it's worth right yeah, but again, it's it's kind of fun sometimes. But it's so an when adventure, you, you know. Yeah, it is. So when you fly, is it it's like an actual like commercial flight, or is it like you're hopping uh, like the the seaplanes? And more like a puddle jumper. Well, it's okay. a, it's an I would say like a seven thirty seven. It's yeah, okay. 
okay that's 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 pretty big yeah when we uh like very small airport yeah we have a small airport too it's like we know the the schedule of like the flights pretty much like when i have brides coming in had some come in yesterday i'm like okay what airline are you on because there's really only three flights that will come in. Are you on Spirit? Are you on American? Or are you on Delta? Uh -huh. <laughs> it's one of those because there's only one flight from each. <laughs> in Samui, we only have Bangkok Airways. <laughs> they have a monopoly on the island, so they can charge whatever they want. Charge whatever they it's want. The only yeah. airline company. Sometimes you'll see like some private jets flying in for the really, really rich people. Um, but usually it's just that's your only option yeah yeah i mean you get that here the, the most recent actually was air force one uh oh. yeah joe biden has been vacationing okay. here for years so he was was here i was wow. not actually on island we were back in the states but he was here for new year's yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. that's pretty neat <laughs> that's not a common occurrence here though <laughs> no probably not <laughs> so let's see um yeah, I, I don't really have like a list of questions prepared, kind of just fully unscripted. Yeah, which I I mean I honestly but, prefer that. Uh, I mean just uh -huh, the conversation. That's why I so, do it this way. I mean, you know a little bit more about your audience. I know a lot of people though mm -hmm. are looking for remote work opportunities. Um, yeah. So, in terms of you know those of you that are looking um, for opportunities, you know I just. I don't know how much you talk about the idea of entrepreneurship, uh, because I think a lot of people do. Not as much as I probably should. You know, and and that's the thing. Like, I didn't think about it before I was doing the entrepreneur thing as much. Um, and that for uh -huh. me, I found when I was looking into this and I was looking for jobs and I found it sometimes really hard and. I, I don't know if there's statistics out there too. I don't remember the exact statistics, but as like men, like you qualify, if you qualify for like two things on a list of jobs, you'll apply for it. Right. But as a woman, mm -hmm. you know, if we don't qualify for like 80% of the job requirements, we don't apply for it. So I found like I was applying, <laughs> applying, uh, not applying. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't really qualify for that. And it got kind of discouraging. And that's when it was kind of like, it clicked the idea of, well, why don't I try to start my own thing and yeah. see where that can take me? Um, so, so for me, like so that that has been like a catalyst for for my own growth, and I think it's something that you know we don't a lot of people don't talk about enough. My I don't know about you, uh, but in my family, entrepreneurship was not a normal thing. Eh? No, not neither in my family. They've all worked for the, my dad's worked for the same company fifteen years. Yeah, so, and it, it's just uh, it's, it's a different concept. So yeah, I just I think it's important to talk about you know that if people are desiring this lifestyle that you have that I have, uh, you know that all the other digital nomads. Yes, some of you are working. Some of you have great gigs with companies. Some are freelancing. But, but the idea of starting and kudos to those people, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the, I mean, entrepreneurship, similar to freelancing, but I don't know. I think it's a little more in your control versus like doing the Upwork thing. Uh, um, oh, I don't Fiber. do Upwork. I don't know if you've ever done it. Uh, I, I, no, I have, and they like froze my account and canceled my account. I had to start a new one uh -huh. because they said that I was doing something suspicious. So I'm just like, yeah, I've been done with you. I'm starting my own business and I'm going to get my own customers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and Upwork is mostly bottom of the barrel. It, it's they yeah. pay almost nothing. They pay nothing. They have to submit multiple proposals. It's a pain in the 
but it is. And I get so many people that when they come to me, you know, and I'm just like, okay, you know, like, because people who already have businesses and, but they're not making money and they're not getting clients and they're just like, well, this isn't working and I'm going to Upwork. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah that's the first, that's the first mistake. Like if you want to do your own thing, then we, we teach you how to market yourself, you know, and you and I, again, have, you know, a social media presence and that's part of it. It's instead of just going to Upwork and letting someone else pay you bottom of the barrel, charging exactly. 20% commission of anything that you're making. Uh, you get to be in control of who you work with and getting to choose who you, you work with. So it's just been, it has and been you have the time freedom too. Yeah, I, I think exactly. that's, that's one thing I love about entrepreneurship. I can set my own hours. Of course, yeah. now I'm actually working for a company over here, but it's only 12 hours a week. So, so you still have kind of a little flexibility there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Doing my best to keep the job. So I don't lose the work permit at this point. And I don't need the work permit. I don't need the work permit. So it allows That's me a little the more best thing freedom. Uh, but yeah, like yesterday, yeah. for instance, I had some meetings uh, in the morning and in the afternoon we went beach scouting for a wedding that we have this weekend because uh -huh. there's a giant seaweed problem right now. So finding a beach uh -huh. without seaweed has been a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that that's how I spent my afternoon. And today we're, you know, we're chatting here and then I'm going to go run some errands and I'll do work. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I work a lot, but I love what I do. But to have that flexibility and that thing, freedom right? to do it yeah. wherever, you know, like if I want to go into town on Wednesday, I was working from the coffee shop today. I'm working from my patio um, with mm -hmm. an amazing view and, and just that that freedom. Or if my parents call, and they're saying, they say, hey, we need we need some help with something. Are you available? I can fly back to the States and go help my parents out and still bring my computer and work. And I don't have to ask anybody or if I just want to take the time off. Uh, and um, last month we took just a short jaunt to Puerto Rico. We were only there for a week. So I'm like, I'm not going to work because I want to enjoy it. I only have a week here and you can do that. So yeah, definitely if you're seeking time, Freedom of time, freedom of location, uh, that flexibility, entrepreneurship is definitely the way to go. And for me, I'm very much a free spirit. So uh, I can I tell. <laughs> I didn't think about entrepreneurship, honestly. Like <laughs> when I was younger, I knew that I, I was in the tourism and travel industry for a long time. So I figured that was my end to, to be able to travel more. Um, but I was still tied to a desk and just like, nope, this yeah, isn't me. Yeah, yeah, how can I? How can I do something different? And you know, said my first book to that I or it was an ebook that I found on the concept of digital nomadism was about seven years ago on a flight to New Zealand. I read it, uh, um, I downloaded uh -huh. it, read it, and my life has like never been the same since. Um, game changer. Yeah, it's game changer. So entrepreneurship if that is something that is in your wheelhouse if you don't mind i could definitely tell people you know some some options uh that, there's that a might good author i like his name is chris gilbao i've actually met him at a book signing a couple of years ago but he wrote the hundred dollar startup um side hustle i think it's something side hustle uh he's got quite a few like five hundred dollar startup i know i don't know the other one but yeah definitely um yeah the the concept and for me one of the books this wasn't the one that got me into to digital nomadism but that got me into entrepreneurship um, was just listening to inspirational speakers like uh, Mel Robbins uh -huh. or 
uh, Jen Sincero. I don't, you know, her books are definitely geared more towards women, but the you are yeah, a badass. Yeah, you are a badass. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Books, uh, she's hilarious. I listen to the audiobooks because she actually reads them and they're they're fantastic. Um, but just you know, getting kind of that spark of motivation of uh-huh. what to do. And then um the four hour work week. I mean, that one that oh, was yeah, that was it. the catalyst. You know, that was the uh-huh. catalyst. <laughs> I've got that one over here, but believe it or not, I've never finished the book. I always get bored like three quarters of the way through. Yeah, um, and I'll admit, sorry, Timothy <laughs> Ferris, the author, um, the first half of it, like where he's telling the stories and everything is much more interesting. The second half is mm-hmm. a lot more how he did it. I listened to the yeah. audiobook, which again, I should just finish it here. once and for all, right? Just finish the damn book. Right? Yeah, do the audiobook. Do the audiobook uh-huh. uh, because it's a little bit better, I feel like. Uh, and then you can sure. listen to it while you're doing other things. Like, for me, you know, I like when I'm like taking walks and going hiking and stuff. I'll listen to to audiobooks while I do it. It's cool. Great. One one of my claims to fame though is I actually had met Tim Ferriss before at a startup event in Austin because he lives in Austin, right? So he was there, and I basically just shook his hand. I kind of at a loss for words. Didn't really know what to say. So I shook yeah, his right? hand. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's kind of that like oh. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so what excited, to speak, but I can't say anything. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, just yeah. speechless. Yeah. Totally get it's it. Totally smart. get it. But um, so I know there's a lot of islands around where you are in the Virgin mm-hmm. Islands. One of my friends is in Barbados right now, and he's always posting pictures of the place. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you travel to some of those other islands? Well, um, yeah. I mean, you know, believe it or not, it's. They don't make it super easy to island hop down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do, uh, but, you know, the, the U.S. Virgin Islands, the British Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and like the, I guess technically they call it the Spanish Virgin Islands, you know, but like the little islands off of Puerto Rico, those are all way more accessible than like, say, Barbados. Okay. To go to Barbados, I would have to fly to Miami and catch a flight to Barbados. Which, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's so, awesome. or like there's some like if I fly to Puerto Rico, I can can definitely fly to more places uh, because they have a much larger airport. Because San Juan. What about Cuba? Are Americans allowed to go to Cuba? Um, I don't really. Yes, I mean yes, they are. Um, I don't know the stipulations. I have a couple of friends that live here mm-hmm. that got married Just a curious. few years back, and they took a cruise. They went flew to Puerto Rico to catch a cruise to to cuba but i don't i don't really know the stipulations like of like flying there and like going on a on a trip um it's on my bucket list it is uh, but again it's like they got to go through a a cruise ship to get on there otherwise you probably have to fly to miami um Mm. so but we like to and there's haiti too right haiti but it's supposed to be very very dangerous there yeah yeah i mean well if haiti's the dominican republic is on one side of the island yeah Haiti's on the other. So, I mean, the Dominican has its fair share of crime as well, but uh, it's a very big destination for, for expats, digital nomads, uh, vacations from the U.S., Canada, uh-huh. um, but just maybe stay away from the center of the island. <laughs> so, Probably a good idea, right? Where the border comes in, yeah. So, But there's tons of, tons of different uh, islands here in the Caribbean. I have... Um, uh, a friend, a colleague, actually, she coached, she's part of the 
my coaching team um, inside of the membership that I have. And she's actually traveling around on her sailboat oh, wow. uh, around an island hopping that way. So that sounds amazing. Yes, yeah, so she is a freaking. She is a badass because uh, I can't even imagine what what she has like. I've been following her journey, um, and we're literally like she's right now. I don't remember what island she's on. She's uh, Dominica, Grenada. Yeah. I don't even remember. Vicky, sorry. Somewhere, <laughs> but she's somewhere. somewhere but we're Caribbean. so close. Like we're so close. Like if we were in the U.S., we would have been driving to see each other. But it's so difficult to catch a flight. Like that we're not going to mm -hmm. even like cross paths, even though we're so close. <laughs> There's a good movie on Netflix called true spirit. It's about um, Australian sailor and she sailed all circumnavigated the entire mm -hmm. globe. Very, very interesting. Yeah. It's insane. We used to think uh, right. my husband and I, my husband likes to sail. He used to have a dream of, of doing that. And then we moved to the Caribbean and saw the damage that like, uh, just the the ocean the salt water yeah. everything else does to a boat and how often you're fixing it and it's yeah like, it's i don't want to deal with that <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot uh, i know they except vicky my friend they lost their motor and had to be towed into shore by the coast guard <laughs> oh no luckily they had Ooh. a satellite radio yeah <laughs> One of the very nice things about where I'm in, in Samui is it's kind of in the protected Bay of Thailand. So we don't get any natural disasters. There's no tsunamis here in recorded history, pretty much. And it's also within close, very close to the mainland. And then you've got Kopangan and Koh Tao. So we're actually going to Kopangan tomorrow. It's kind of like a little bit more hippie island. There's okay, a lot okay. of digital nomads over there, way more so than Samui. Uh, so we're just going to, me and my girlfriend are going to do a day trip over there. Nice. It's only 45 minutes by boat. Nice. You know, nice. Ride a motorbike around the island, explore, come back to Sydney. This is the home. Yeah. Place. See, the closest so, boat ride, St. Croix is kind of isolated. Uh, we can take a boat over to St. Thomas, but it's like a two hour ferry ride. Or you can take mm -hmm. a 20 minute seaplane um, flight over there, which is how I've gotten. I've never taken the ferry. I do the seaplane. Cause that's kind of a cool experience in itself. Like the float planes okay. where you take off and land on the water. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun. Unfortunately, we don't have anything like that over here. Unless you take a jet ski. You could take a jet ski. <laughs> hey, that could be fun too. I don't minutes. know. I'd be kind of scared yeah. to like island hop with a jet ski though, personally for me. <laughs> uh -huh. And now in Copenhagen, they have these full moon parties, which were canceled during COVID for the longest time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't want to spread, you know, spread the virus. Right. right. And now they're back on again. There's like 20,000 people on the beach, oh all God. partying, raving, doing who knows what. Wow. And, uh, I, <laughs> I was going to say, we have full moon one, parties here too, but not like that. <laughs> this is this is like next level. Yeah, that sounds insane. And then all the tour, they all come in, and I think it's really busy, and then they all go over to Copangan <laughs> for this full moon party. I got to uh, check it out one of these days. Yeah, I love it. Thailand is definitely uh, on my bucket list. Uh, said with clients worldwide, uh, um, you know, I uh -huh. I want to travel the world, but it does also sometimes kind of hinder because um, we we stick mostly to like north uh, north South America, Central America, like this region now. Time zone wise, region. 
So uh, uh, the, I'm not having to work at night because I'm not, I am not at my best in the evenings. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, even just take like a week or two week vacation. Away yeah. And night. that's exactly what we're going to do. I think this summer, cool. this, this summer, the plan is to do a little bit more of that. Not so much the uh -huh. long travel that we've been used to where we're staying months at a time, but just taking more vacations, uh, not just, sure. you know, not living necessarily, but vacations. Digital nomads take vacations too. So <laughs> sure. I need yeah. to take a vacation pretty soon. I know. People <laughs> probably hear us say we need yeah. to take a vacation with but, where we live and they're like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, well, <laughs> you could be on vacation every day if you want to. Just go to the beach, it's 10 minutes away. Yeah, uh, I kind of feel out. like I should turn around my camera here and show you what I'm looking at. Um, you can if you want. Yeah, let me just do that because when Let's I tell people oh, hey, I need a vacation, they're like, what? Really? Oh, it's probably amazing, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's our view. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible. So, yeah, I, I, I can't complain too much. So, oh, hold on. What did I do? You, now? Got, the, you got the sea view. What did I do with Is my it... camera? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Just touch. Maybe if you touch the screen, it will readjust or click on it. I'm not sure what happened there. There we go. Oh. Ooh, I'm back. <laughs> that was new. I did not like the sunshine, apparently. <laughs> Messed up the camera. So you just have like a, is it like a villa on the hill? Um, we actually, it's just a downstairs apartment and a house. It's very common here okay. um, in the Virgin Islands it, for people to be able to afford to live here uh, in their homes. They usually build like apartments or little um mm. Yeah, like little additional villas, uh, so they have rental income. So, yeah, that makes we, sense. We we rent the downstairs of the house. Um, it's kind of like a duplex. Yeah, so ultimately it's like a duplex, uh, uh, but uh -huh. it's the way it's set up. It's perfect because like you don't even know that anybody is above us. Uh, like it's just straight out. We have no neighbors. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Over here, you can get like a sea view villa for about. Eighty thousand baht a month. That's okay, like, twenty five hundred dollars, roughly. Yeah, that's not too bad. Not too uh, we have—I won't even say what we're paying here because we got a steal. We got an amazing deal, um, and it's yeah. kind of unheard of, and it's not the norm for for living here. And but you could get a two bedroom like house with a view on the beach, probably for a few thousand here. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's well, it's about the same. It's, it's about the same, but um, it's coming down, it's coming down. I think I don't, for those that traveled, you know, at all during COVID, uh, and it's still this way in a lot of places, but the prices have just skyrocketed because so many oh, people yeah. have been able to work remotely and start traveling that places that used to be cheap have now started to go up. Um, and yeah. same here in Sevilla, too. Like, we got a COVID deal at our house. We're paying less than $300 USD per month. Wow. Try wow. to find that in the States. It's, it's it ain't like you're happen. never moving. <laughs> There's no way. It's, <laughs> and we've got, you know, a beautiful view of the mountain with palm trees outside. And now they're probably going to raise the rent, but not significantly. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're cheap, you know. Can't beat it. Oh, yeah. No, you really can't beat this life. And again, that's. I just you know, you're watching this, yeah, take the leap uh, and, and do it, you know, because mm -hmm. you're only going to live once uh, and yeah. you might as well go have experiences like this. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Awesome. People that just stay in, like people like my parents that stay in the U.S. their entire lives and they never experience a different culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very limiting, right? So you got to broaden your horizons. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, you know, I guess I look at it as some people just have not been opened up to the idea yet. And some people just don't even realize what's possible. You know, yeah, exactly. And my, my parents are not necessarily well traveled either. But yeah, but literally the world is at our fingertips. We can do anything. We can work from anywhere. We can yeah. be anywhere in the world within a day if we want to. <clears throat> so don't, you know, don't wait till you're 70 years old and not physically able to actually enjoy uh, <laughs> this, this life. Yeah. Are you on crutches? Like, probably yeah, it's just like to... the concept of retirement to me, like, I don't know if I'll honestly ever fully retire because I yeah. love what I do so much. Uh, but the concept of having to wait till you reach a certain age to actually like start enjoying life, that just is so it's backwards. Stupid. So it's stupid. just like, what? You, your your body like it's just you're not physically able to do the same things when you're older like that like yeah it's great you yeah I agree like when you're your body and your mind 70 years old you should be able to relax a little bit but that shouldn't be the first time that you're enjoying your life like this uh, I'd much rather be sipping cocktails on the beach when I'm 36 yeah. uh, versus 75 and I can't even see anymore like, I need to wear bifocals or <laughs> exactly 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 so uh, uh although I'll say like I can't snorkel without my glass uh, I have a hard time snorkeling already because I have to take my glasses off and I can't see that well but yeah I can't imagine what it would be like at 70. <laughs> no no not fun so, yeah but take the leave now no. you know <laughs> this kind of leads into, you know, we'll probably wrap up the interview pretty yeah. soon. But uh, I'd want to talk a little bit more about what you're doing with the business coaching, right? Because yeah. I think one of the biggest fears that I've personally encountered, and I know a lot, it's common with a lot of other people too, is just not having, they don't think they have the financial resources to make mm-hmm. this a reality. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, oh, I need more money in the bank. I need my stock to go up or blah, 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 all these different reasons why they think it's not possible. But this is one of the things you help with with your business yeah. to actually get them to 10K per month. So they don't yeah, have to worry exactly. about it. Exactly. And to, to be able to have those financial means. And it doesn't have to be. I mean, let me just say, like, you need to know what you need to feel safe because uh, some people might need $10,000 a month or need you know, $10,000 in the bank at all times. And some people are totally fine, like on a whim. But when you create a business for yourself, uh, uh, when you create a business for yourself, you get to create that reality of what you need. I actually had this, um, I did an interview with Vicki, the one that I was talking about that lives on the sailboat. Um, Inside of my Facebook group, we chatted the other day about building a location independent business uh, that allows you that the freedom of time and location and that allows you to feel financially safe um, because that's sure. the biggest thing that Very comes important. down to is whatever you need for, for safety. And that is absolutely, you know, what we help people to do is to build those businesses that support the lifestyle, but also allow you to, to do things that you, you enjoy that, that you're passionate about, because that's the thing with entrepreneurship. Like you get to write your own plan. You don't have to have anybody tell you how to, to work, when to work, what you do, like you can find things that many hours, right? Exactly. If you want to work 40 hours, great. If you want to work four hours, great. 
Um, you are in control of, of how that goes. And how fast you get there does sometimes depend on the amount that you work. So I'll say that if you want to start off working four hours, it might take a little longer, but, um, but yeah. yes, with business, but a lot of these entrepreneurs, <laughs> a lot of these entrepreneurs are under the impression you got to be working six, 50, 60 hours a week, which is just, yeah. you're not being efficient, right? You have to automate things or hire right. virtual assistants. Right. And I mean, there's my virtual assistants have been huge. And I think, you know, it's all, it's all, um, you know, a graduated, uh, you know, process. Uh, and as you grow, then you're able to realize and recognize the areas where you can improve and, and put some, sure. some of those things in place. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do work 50, 60 hour weeks, but it's because uh -huh. I choose to, because I love what I do. And I just want it to, I, that I'm passionate about it. So being in a position to not have to do that, uh, uh, to be able to choose is, that's what entrepreneurship is, is you get to choose sure. this life. Uh, um, and for those that maybe are, don't have the financial means to hire a virtual assistant or somebody to do it for them yet, uh, uh, that's exactly kind of the ecosystem that we've created. And um, I have something called the Strategy and Support Society, which is literally built for digital nomads and for uh, remote-based entrepreneurs so that uh -huh. you get the support of the people like myself. I have a team of myself included eight coaches right now, eight coaches and experts. We have tech and automations experts. We have sales coaches uh, and all sorts of different experts within that membership to support you to help you get there faster to help put those yeah. things in place and help you build the Except, website it's like an accelerator right Set up the, audit, the automations exactly accelerate the process because you can absolutely do all these things on your own youtube has lots yeah. of, there's lots of freebies but there's also lots of freebies out there that you buy it you are not not buy it but like you download it with the intention of like oh this is going to teach me what i need to do and then all they're trying to do is just sell you something else and it's a lead yeah, magnet. Oh, don't get yeah. me wrong. So I'm sure you have a lead magnet. I have a lead magnet, but those are not uh, what are meant to. They're meant to help you a little bit, but to help you know, businesses grow. Um, so the Strategy and Support Society, it's something that we've created to be not only uh, you know supportive and giving you like I said, whatever you need to get more clients, more leads, uh, build those automations, build the life that you want, um, but it's built in a way that it is affordable for people that especially that are on you know, kind of a shoestring budget. Um, so it's right now too, especially it's amazing and we have a special deal for your audience yeah. in particular. Yeah. So I'm, this is one thing I personally could use help with myself is just getting more consistent clients, right? Cause I have a very large audience already. And then just there's some piece that's missing, right? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like I've looked at your audience too. I've been like, I I don't think he's tapping into this fully because he you know, no, has no, so no, much potential. And, but yeah, that's exactly what we well, want to do. I myself am business, marketing, social media, you know, strategy. Um, and so we have so many other experts in there that are going to help you to get there faster. Yeah. If you are part of, um, Mike's audience, you also can start that for one dollar. So like I said, it's literally a no-brainer. Literally no a no-brainer. So um, so tell us more about like where where they can sign up for your program. I'm gonna leave an affiliate link in the description below where you can Yeah, absolutely. So um I said go to the link that Mike shared to make sure that you get that dollar deal. Um and you go to the website, read 
Yeah, it's like literally just sign me up. You will get the details to join. It's that simple. Um, you can also, you know, of course, if you want to learn more about me and um, what what we offer, you can also connect with me on social media. I'm not sure if you'll drop those links uh, as well to, to follow me on social media too. and feel free to reach out, ask me any questions. Make sure that you you mentioned that you saw me here. So again, we can make sure that you get that that dollar deal. But um, like I said it's really very simple. It's 30 days for a dollar. There's no pressure, like come in and take advantage. And it's coaching sessions, open office hours where you can come ask questions, get help. Uh, it's 24 seven voice and text messaging support. So like literally like wow. at 10 o'clock at night, you know, someone will leave a message. And I mean, cause we have global, we have global team and global clients. So we have to be a little bit 24 seven where you fully you know, distributed. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm really stuck on this or I have a client call tomorrow and I'm a little nervous about my sales presentation or uh, I'm really stuck on how to like connect this email automation to my sales page. Uh, I need mm -hmm. help. Uh, so these are the types of things. And then full on coaching, mindset coaching, as well as personal wellness. We even do yoga together. We have yoga oh, wow. month, uh, because Business success is holistic. Success in general is holistic. It comes from all areas of your life. And it's not mm -hmm. just having the, the right automations. It's having the right mindset and having the right physical health to, to sustain you as you go. So yeah. literally every, everything you need to build a successful, sustainable, remote-based business under one virtual roof. So Excellent. Yeah. And well, thanks so link, much for... Click the link below. $1 for 30 days and come... Come use it out of there. Even if you say, like, I don't know if I can continue. And right now, our founding member prices, honestly, are still very, very reasonable, um, like less than $200 yeah, and if you, US. If you can't afford a dollar, then you're probably... But you can afford a dollar, exactly. And it's for a month. And I, I know we recently just had someone come in, um, and she had been a former client of mine, but she had gotten laid off. So she had had to pause, and she hadn't gotten a client yet. Uh, and she's been trying for over a year to get a client. And she came in, she's like... wow. And she's like, time. if I don't get a client in the in the time that I'm working with you, I'm not going to be able to afford to continue. Um, then mm -hmm. said the continuation fee right now is 147 a month. That will be changing. So I know this video is evergreen. So if you see this soon, yeah. grab that deal, the, the dollar deal and the 147 right after. Um, but she was with us. She's been with us now for three weeks. Um, uh -huh. And she just got her first client. She's like, I'm staying. Like, oh. I'm never leaving. Uh, so, I mean, and that's after going at it alone for a year on her own. Within three weeks yeah, of, of being a member, she was in there. So, $1 could change your life. So, yeah. It's there up to you go. to make the choice of whether or not you want to do it. <laughs> I think that's a good way to wrap up the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks so much for agreeing to be on the channel. And uh, look forward to staying in touch. And obviously, I'm going to, you know, we'll share this when it's live. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike. I really enjoyed enjoyed our conversation because really it is just like it's banter. And uh, you know, uh -huh. again, for everybody Unscripted. watching, take, take the leap. Live life now on your terms. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <I> <laughs>